Hey there, this is Lingua Ninja. I'm your host, Bumoyo, and welcome to Lingua Ninja Yoruba, the podcast dedicated to promoting the beautifully vast Yoruba language and culture. And hi, my name is Eri, and I'm your co-host. Here in Lingua Ninja, you're going to learn how to effectively communicate real native Yoruba with your family and friends. So say bye to being left out in conversations and family meetings and say hello to finally understanding your mother tongue. Oh yeah, should be ready. If you are, catch us every Friday with a new episode. And also, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite listening app to not miss an episode. Atumarira! Hello everyone and welcome back to Lingua Ninja Yoruba, the podcast. My name is Bumoyo, your host as always, and I'm here with my co-host. Eri Ekabo. Ekabo. Okay, so today we're going to be looking at a couple of stuff, right? So uh, I think I'm going to let Eri introduce it. It's quite a long topic. You've seen it already in the, uh, in the, in the, title, in the title of the episode as, as usual, but... I'm going to let Eri talk about what we have for today. All right. Hi, you guys again. Um, in this episode, hmm, this is one thick episode. Okay, we're talking about contraction, assimilation, and elision of words in Yoruba called Isuki, Aromo, Ati, Ikparuje. Yes. So, um, you know, in Yoruba language, sometimes we like to cut corners. It's not only Yoruba, even in English, in French, in several languages, we have shortcuts. Sometimes it's just burdensome to say the full word. Even for me, too, sometimes I shorten people's names. For example, now, if I want to say Eriolua, if I want to tell somebody my name, most times I don't tell them my name is Eriolua unless they ask or unless um, um, it's formal, yes? I just tell them my name is Eri. Yeah, it's just, don't mind, it's just me being lazy about it. But then in languages generally, sometimes we shorten words, even in English. Instead of saying I am, we say I am. That's I apostrophe M, right? Yes, so it's more generally heard. That's how it is. Even in French, too. Yes, in French, sometimes instead of saying, for you guys, I know how to speak French. Instead of saying je suis, you say shui sometimes. That's how you hear it outside. Or instead of hearing, saying je ne sais pas, you hear je pas. Sometimes, yeah, so they remove the inu there, and sometimes they just join the words. So that's what we are going to be looking at. Um, Isuki, Aromo, and Iparuje, they are kind of similar. They are similar, but somehow they are slightly different. You will see it as we go on in the lesson. Um, honestly speaking, for this um, lesson, it is a little hard to explain. Yes, for a native speaker or listener, to be, it will come natural. It will come naturally. That's why I advise you to always be, to be around in an environment where you would learn Yoruba, where you'll be able to hear Yoruba. And if you are not, you can always provide that environment for yourself, create that environment for yourself, listen to um, maybe podcasts, um, watch videos, Yoruba. You know, the way you will hear it outside will be different from the way you'll be taught in class. So it's, while it might be difficult to explain, it will come naturally when you know how to speak or when you listen a lot. So you'll be able to catch on very easily, yes? So some of these concepts, because in this lesson, we will not be looking at all the concepts. Yes, you can't learn everything, of course. So it might not be all the concepts that we will look at or that we'll be able to explain but at least some important ones we have to look at. But then, 
it's this letter is just to teach you, it's just to tell you, show you why it is like that, yes. But you might not really be able to explain. It's just complicated a little. But I'm very sure you will understand this. As long as you listen, as long as you um, hear people say it repeatedly, very soon you start saying it by yourself, okay? So now let's talk about Isuki. Now, Isuki is contraction. It's like joining two or more words together or shrinking them, you know, rather than pronouncing them in full. You're just shrinking the words together. And if for in Yoruba, sometimes... Um, the vowels are skipped during the process, but the word will still make sense, yes? The word will still make sense. Sometimes the, the word may, might lose its um, number of syllables, but it will still make sense. It will still sound like it used to be. Let me just put it that way. For example, if I wanted to say full clothes, full clothes in Yoruba is ka asho. You see the example in the lesson and also in the, transcri in the transcription, ka asho. But instead of saying ka asho, what you hear outside is kasho. Kasho. You see, it does not. The sound does not exactly change, but the syllables might have changed. Yes. Or if I want to say for a ball, like wash plate, you see, you hear for ball. Yes, it doesn't exactly change. So it can come in several ways. You can hear it in phrasal verbs or nouns. For example, if I wanted to say bring the book here, you hear it as mu instead of mu iwe mu iwe wa mu means to bring iwe is book wa is here. You hear it as mu we wa mu we wa you understand? So we just slurred the words together. Yes. And sometimes you hear it in nouns or in verbs, in words like nouns and verbs, like iyara. Iyara is room. You will hear it as yara. I has been removed, the vowel has been removed. Sometimes it's even not just the vowel, sometimes it's the consonants that are removed. For example, jowo. Um, jowo means please, but you hear it as jaw, jaw, jaw as in J-O-O. Sometimes you hear it as J-O-R, you know. That's just a slang anyway. But um, to say please, you can say it as jaw. That's how you hear it. And sometimes, remember, okay, sometimes you hear it um, in the third person pronoun. Remember when we talked about um, um, object pronouns, yes? And uh, we talked about the third person. We said that the third person usually um, follows the, 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 yes, the object pronoun of the third person usually follows the vowel of the verb before it. For example, if I wanted to say one fairy, I would say, if I want to say they want to see him, it is one fairy. I is extended. I is the last I is him. That's the third person pronoun. So I would say it as one fairy, but that's not how you you hear it outside. You might hear it as one fairy. So they just add that I. They just slurred it with the um with the verb there. So you hear it as one fairy. That's all. And sometimes, this one is very sweet and special. When a sentence becomes nominal, I say it's sweet and, sweet and special because here I have the names of both my brothers and myself here. My brother's name is Mufelwa. The other one is Isholwa. My name is Eriolwa. Yes, but sometimes they call one Mufel. They call me Eri. But she last remains Isholwa. But sometimes, whenever my mom, it means, oh, fully, it means I want to witness God's work here. Yeah? Sometimes my mommy, um, joins our words together just to call the three of us yes so she will join it and arrange it in such a way that it makes sense of course so when a sentence becomes nominal means that when a sentence becomes a name yes yes so instead of calling us one by one she can say but if you want to hear it, if you are going to hear it outside you hear it as 
See, I removed the I, the I in Isholwa, and just combined the I in Eri with Sheolua, like that. So, like that. So, you have other examples, other examples. For example, if you want to say Kuro, what you hear is Kuro. Yeah, like that. Or if you want to hear, if you want to say Jali, which means Jaoli, like to steal, you hear it as Jali. Yes, a lot of examples like that. Yeah, and a very common example, another one is Dara Dara, but you hear it as Dada, Oshe Dada, you did well. That means good or well, yes? Now, let's talk about Ikparoje. Ikparoje is like elision. It is the omission or slurring of words in a language also, yes? But I know I told you in the beginning that we might not be able to cover all the concepts, we might not be able to talk about everything, but they have rules, yes? We look at just a few of them here. Though we've not really talked about, we've not talked about prepositions, yes, we've not talked about prepositions, but we will in the next season. Now, let's look at a preposition here. One of the rules states that if there is a preposition, ni, ni means at, yes, at or to be somewhere to, yes, or in, sorry, at or in, yes. So if you have ni in front of a noun that doesn't start with an I, please pay attention so you don't get it wrong. If you have ni, in front of a noun that doesn't start with I, that ni is changed to uh, uh, as in laba laba in alphabet, L, that's L, yes? For example, if I want to say I am in Oshogo, Oshogo is a place in Nigeria, in Osho State, Nigeria, I would say, um, you will, fully you will hear it as Mowani Oshogo, you will hear people say Mowani Oshogo, but more commonly you will hear it as See, I changed that ni to e, yes? So it is L apostrophe oshogo. So mowa loshogo, you hear it like that. Another rule is that if you have a preposition si, si means two or two words in front of a noun that doesn't start with I, that si is turned to S apostrophe. For example, mowa, I'm sorry, molo si abuja. You have it as molo sabuja. The, the same almost happens to me um, when you have it, if you have a noun that starts with I, the same thing almost happens to it, but it's not here right now. If you have a noun that starts with I, for example, a place it that starts with I, and you want to say ni, you 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 skip one of those I's. You just say mowani badon. If I want to say ibadon, for example, I'll say mowani badon. I skipped the I, yeah. So another rule is that when you have the preposition C and ni come from, come before a noun that starts with the letter I. Oh, I just said that now. Yes, one is removed. So I want to say molosi bado. I can say molosi bado instead of molosi ibado or mowani ibado. I'll just say mowani bado. Yeah. And if you have a word called fi, fi, abi, fi. Sorry, fi. That means to use or to add. Next to the beginning, um, next to another word beginning with a vowel, I will change it to um, F apostrophe. Yes. So it is, for example, if I want to say they used a pestle to pound yam, if you guys eat pounded yam a lot, I will say, instead of saying afi odogun inyon, I will say afodogunyon, afodogunyon. Yes, see, I removed the I. I think that I that I removed the other time in Inyon is part of Insuki. Yes, so you see it's playing in several places. 
Yeah, you have so many and so many examples like that. If I want to say, for example, today, I would say, instead of saying ni or ni, I can say loni. Yes, I change the ni to l apostrophe. And you have so many examples. If you go through the lesson, you see diverse examples that are there. Okay? Now, aroma, aroma is like assimilation of words. Yeah, it's almost, it's, it's, well, it's kind of close to isuki a bit. And also like Iparojet too, or it's assimilation of words. Now it involves sound changes in some words. There are, t there are times that the consonant sounds and the vowel sounds are made to sound like nearby sounds. I'll explain that later later. You understand when I give examples. But what Aroma does is to unite associate vowels in a word or in a group of words so that if you have two words together, they will be turned into one. They will sound like one word. Yes, but the, but the thing about aroma is that, unlike Isuki, the thing about aroma is that the number of syllables remain unchanged. They are not changed. For example, if I wanted to say school, instead of saying ile iwe, school is ile iwe, but what you hear is ile iwe, yes? Ile iwe, you see, it's, it's still two syllables, but it sounds... It sounds like nothing exactly changed. Ile iwe. Well, it's well, it's still to the syllables like ile iwe. It's like ile iwe. Okay, something did change a bit. Iwe, it's changed to we like that. Yeah. So ile iwe. So I just extended that e of the first word. Yeah, to the other one. So you have different types. Uh, it's gonna occur in different forms. I'll be looking at two different, four different forms of aroma in this lesson. Now, before I go there, there is the um, there is something called iro afaromo. That's the word. That's when the word in front is stronger than the word at the back. That is, if you have two words, the word in front is usually stronger. It's one that causes the assimilation most times. While the word the word behind is called iro agbaromo is the one that usually changes most times. Sometimes it's the one at the back that changes the front, but most times it's the one in front that changes the one at the back, yeah? Now, let's look at the front assimilation. All right, so in the front assimilation, here, the first vowel of the second word is replaced. It's the front assimilation because it's the verb of the front word that takes over. Let me just put it that way. So it's replaces the first vowel of the second word. Let me give you an example, a very common example. Eku irole. Boma, you can tell us what eku irole means. We've talked about it in greetings before. Because that means good evening, right? Yeah, thank you very much. So it means good evening. So instead of hearing that eku irole, you hear it as ekurole. Ekurole. You see, I removed that I in irole and she just puts the eku in front. So it's just ekurole. Yes, that's the front assimilation. As for the back one, it's the last vowel of the first word that's replaced. That means here is the back, is the second word that's stronger, yeah? So if you want to say till tomorrow morning, also in greetings, instead of hearing odaro, you hear it as odaro. It simply applies to um, odabo, to odabo. Just hear it as odabo, yeah? So um, another one you can hear, another form where aroma um, occurs is... Um, okay, you, it can occur when without skipping the words, yes? For example, you can have two words that stay side by side without having anything in the middle, and yet the sound hardly changes. It's almost like the insuki. As I said, they're kind of co um, connected. 
Yeah. So here, what happens is that the first vowel of the second word is replaced by the extension of the last vowel of the first word. It's simple. The first vowel of the second word is replaced. You remove the first vowel of the second word and replace it with the last vowel of the last of the first word. Sorry. For example, if you hear um, something like eku ishe, you know we talked about it this in greeting. So if you see somebody working, you tell the person eku she. I just said it. So, eku ishe, that's greeting preamble plus work. Instead of that, you hear it as eku she, eku she. You see, I replaced I with you, you in the eku. So, it's eku she. Yes. Also, aroma can occur by skipping some letters in some words. Here, it's, um, it's, it's, it takes up the concept of elision, that's iparoje. Yes, yeah. Remember that we talked about ni. In Iparoje, changing to l, that's l in Yoruba, yeah. So the same thing functions here too. For example, for if you want to call a banana seller, Ogede is banana in Yoruba. So if you want to call a banana seller, a person that sells banana is Oni Ogede, person that sells banana. But how you hear it is Ologede. So that ni is changed to l, yes, Ologede. Do you understand? Another example is Ara Oko. Ara Oko means bush person. Yes, a member of the bush, literally speaking. So, but the way you hear it is Aro Oko. Aro Oko. Yes, a lot of um, this thing, a lot of words like that. You can hear another one like um, Dickiness, for example, is Iya Ijo. Iya Ijo. But you hear it as Iya Jo. Yes, so they just learned the words together. So I think that's all we have on um, assimilation, contraction, and elision. Honestly speaking, to get this concept, you just have to listen. It's not something you might get at once, but you will get it eventually. Just listen to how people say the words outside, how people yeah, say the words outside, and you would be able to say the same thing. What this lesson does or has done is just to show you why it is like that, why people say the way they do. Yes, um, so you've gotten that now, but I advise you to just practice with people, learn how they say it, and you can do you know, some kind of imitation, say the way they say it, then you'll be able to get it. Yeah, Bumoyo? Yeah, I think, I think these kind of uh, episodes right, are really important. These kind of topics or lessons are really important, right? Because you, these are, this, this, is, this makes up part of how people talk naturally, right? I mean, they are some some form i mean in every language right there's always a way that people kind of like mix words together and and uh, one word kind of like enters into the other word that kind of thing it's just a natural way of talking because if you, everyone spoke so correctly it would really it would be very formal yeah. you know and i think these kind of things just helps puts um the language in a more informal light, okay, which is exactly how you're going to hear it in, in real life conversations, right? So uh, I think this was a very important one. It's one that we should, uh, we should try to go over again and again. And like Eri says, this is the kind of thing that would come with listening to people actually talking. I think it's at that point you would then know when it's used how to use it yourself, you know, that kind of thing. So, okay, so I think at this point, if you can get some videos of people speaking Yoruba, or if you know anyone 
who speaks you about to kind of like put some of these things into context for you so you can get it better it would really really help her this is kind of like one of those kind of like bonus lessons it, it's important but it's probably not the most basic thing okay so probably once you've covered up all the basic things that we've done in the past then this episode will kind of like add onto that okay to make it um, to make your yoga sound a lot more natural uh, next week we have something very special okay we have a very special episode which is uh which is going to be the last one of season one okay so you should really really um check that one out when it's out okay so next week is going to be a longer episode than normal but it's going to be a really packed episode it's really really interesting it's but we're done we're done recording that one right and uh, it's uh it's very nice it's, it's 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 one you should really look forward to at least i am looking forward to, to you listening to it all right so that is it for us from uh, lingua ninja yoruba for season one episode nine okay and uh i don't know if Eric has anything do you have anything you want to add? No, I think I basically said everything that you should practice with people around you. Listen to what they say and how they say it. And Bomoya said more of that, more of that already. So listen to how they say it so you're able to imitate them. Yes, that's something that helps a lot, imitation. I guess that's fine. All right, so I think that's everything from today's episode. So we'll see you guys next week. Atumara. All right.